Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world, think about it. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing this show. Yeah, we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up, this is Drew Lieberman bringing you episode 13 of Coach Talk. Quick update from yesterday, uh, like I mentioned it was it was raining, it was pouring all day. Um, so we decided to stay inside. Uh, we got a really good focused walkthrough in uh, receivers. We did some ball drills after, and like I mentioned, had some extra film work in. So I think it was really helpful for the wideouts. They seem to have a much clearer understanding of, of everything I was trying to say coverage-wise. Uh, we were able to really slow down the details and the nuances of, of some of the concepts we have in this week. And and I feel like we, we attacked what we needed to attack. We had one of our best practices of, of the year uh, on Monday. You know, which was interesting because we were wondering, you know, we just lost, had a heartbreaking loss to our rival Bergen Catholic. How are the kids going to respond? And they came out like men and, and worked their butts off and really competed hard. So I think as coaches, we felt like it was, it, it could be a blessing to give them a day, a day off their legs and, and a day really just to regroup mentally and, and focus in on what we're trying to do. So today, as always, is uh, the, the day of X day, day of execution. Uh, to make up for yesterday, we're going to add some more indie time and more group period time so that we can kind of make up for what we missed yesterday um so i think that'll be very 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 valuable for us and and we're gonna be more than prepared i think today's gonna be a great practice the kids will be excited um i i think with every setback we've had so far this year it's it's been impressive to see the way all the kids have grown and responded to that and and i think they continue to mature and get better and i had someone who's coaching this league for a long time tell me that you know, this league is not a it's not a sprint. It's it's a marathon, and and you know, with everyone having an automatic playoff berth, all you have to do is is be playing your best football at the end of the year. And as long as you continue to learn and grow from your mistakes, and get your team to play at a high level, come you know late October, early November, then then you should be in good shape. So I think it, it's kind of a fun mindset that way for this to continuing to be continuing to be an ongoing process of development and growth. And it, it's fun to coach in in that environment. I'd say. Um, on on to Q and A, I've had I've had probably seven or eight people DM me with questions about recruiting. Coach, how do I stand out in recruiting? I had someone even from from Europe ask me that question. How do I stand out as a recruit, a European recruit? And you know, with me, I, I think I, I can I have a good perspective on this. I've I coached at Albany my first job out of college. I, I coached at Rutgers for two and a half years, where I was heavily involved in the recruiting there. And then I was the receivers coach at Wesleyan University, a high academic Division three school. Uh, and now I'm on the high school end coaching at Don Bosco Prep. So I, I've kind of seen the recruiting uh, environment from all angles. And I've really paid close attention to, you know, what makes each one work. And as myself, I, I played football at Wesleyan um, and came from Portland, Maine. So came from a place where, you know, it's not a heavily uh, recruited area. So I really had to market myself and hustle just to get my name out there. 
And so, so I just think, I think, you know, hopefully I can, I can bring you some value answering this question. Uh, to me, recruiting, as far as getting yourself recruiting, it starts with the camps in the summer. Uh, if you're not a kid who has, you know, a thousand views on Huddle that people are offering off off your film, which is rare, but but it is cool to see the way technology has changed things, that there are kids who, you know, are getting offers without necessarily being seen in person because their film is so good. And, and coaches, you know, and, and, you know, with the hype and the stars and everything, a lot of it in Division One recruiting is just keeping up with the Joneses. And, you know, Alabama offered a kid, well, we better offer him. And, you know, things like that. But but as far as, you know, the, the everyday kid who's trying to get themselves noticed and trying to stand out, it starts with going to camps in the summer. Showing up on campus, running a 40 time for the coaches, and performing your butts off in drills and competitions. That's the quickest way to stand out. Um, you know, if someone doesn't know who you are, you show up to a camp, you show out as one of the best players at that camp, you have a good performance, you carry yourself the right way with a good attitude, then that's the number one way for coaches to take notice of you when they when they didn't know who you were before. Uh, and then from there, you know, keeping constant t- contact with them, updating coaches with seven-on-seven film from the summer, workout film, and then preseason film, game film as you go, and just just marketing yourself as if you're a brand. Like you need to continue to spin a positive, you know, a, a positive message, and continue to keep in touch, and 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 make sure that those guys are still interested in you. And and the key is honesty. Make sure you ask for honesty from from those coaches. Um, grades grades are huge in this equation because. You know, the, the lower grades you have, the, that, that's limiting the amount of programs that can recruit you. Like for me, I was blessed that I, I, you know, did well in school, had high test scores. So I was able to to get recruited by every high academic school in the country, which those those schools are the most desperate for qualified candidates that are that are good players because it's so hard to find a kid with good grades that is also going to help them win championships in football, whether it's NESCAC or the Ivy League or Patriot League, any of those kind of high academic leagues. Uh, it's important to, to qualify yourself because that's where a lot of those opportunities are. So your grades are huge. Uh, getting your test scores up and really taking that seriously is 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 really a big deal. It's not just a corny saying. Like it is a huge key in giving yourself more options to get recruited. Um, and then from there, like let's say you go through that summer process. Um, even if you miss the summer process, right? Let's say you were just not you you weren't aware of it or you're a younger kid. Now it's your job to work your butt off and prepare as hard as you possibly can for this upcoming season. Because every rep you put on film is a job interview. It's going to be judged. It's going to be critiqued. It's going to be compared to someone else's rep somewhere else in the country where you're competing with that kid for whether it's academic money, scholarship money, or just a spot on the roster. You know, every rep is going to be critiqued. So you need to work your butt off and fix your mindset so that you're able to go finish every rep and play at a high level constantly so that, you know, all these job interview type clips that you're putting out, there's nothing... Uh, to, to be to be left desired and, and there's there's nothing that coaches can poke holes in and say you know I don't like the way he does this or that at least control what you can control and, and allow your hustle and your toughness and your effort to stand out on film and that'll make up for any physical shortcomings you might have and coaches will want to recruit a kid that's playing the game of football the way you know you, you prove to show on film and, and the one thing I'll tell you is, is film don't lie you know, like if you watch a full game film of a kid, the highlight films can can be deceiving. But then you watch a game film of a kid, you go to a game and watch him in person. You know, you can tell right away what kind of player he is, how hard he's playing, how much he loves the game, how much he's selling out for his teammates. And that means a lot to coaches. Obviously, you have to have a certain physical ability to qualify for each level of play. Um, but, but once you do, your effort, your toughness, your, your energy on the field, that, that will really help you stand out. Um, so, and once you have some film, once you have some, some quality film, send it to as many people as possible. 
uh, you know, mail them. You can you can even go the old school route of mailing them DVDs, like like because that's probably not even done as much anymore. People are just sending out huddle links. Find any way possible. Go show up at their front door with your film in hand and give it to a coach, and and, and you know do whatever you got to do. I, I used to, you know, you right now it's 2018. You can you can DM people on Instagram and Twitter. You can find their phone numbers. You can cold call the program. You can email them. Like you need to. As if you have the hottest product in America and you're a salesman and you have to find a way to sell a million copies of it, that's how you should be viewing your film. You want to be respectful. You want to handle yourself the right way. You know, you know, you don't want to annoy these coaches, but there's nothing wrong with being persistent to making sure that your film is being watched and that you're on someone's radar. Um, and then just, again, ask those coaches for honesty. If they tell you, listen, you're not in our plans right now, then then move on. You can't get hung up on a coach that tells you no. You just have to constantly look for those yeses. So if one coach says, hey, we don't think you're good enough, great coach, you know, talk to you later. And you go move on to the next guy. Now, you might still send that guy film. You might, once you have a mid-season highlight, a full-season highlight, there's no there's no problem with sending him a nice email and sending him the film. But you don't need to be hung up in trying to get recruited by people who don't want to recruit you. Um, like I said, it's hard for a lot of these schools to fi- find qualified candidates. So there's plenty of opportunities out there. You just have to keep looking and not narrow your search to this group of schools that you're fantasizing about and, and be real with yourself. So I think being relentless that way and being having some self-awareness of, you know, where can I actually play? Here are my five reach schools. Here are my, you know, 10 schools that I think I'm really qualified for. And then here are my five safety schools. And, and you know, having options that way and being realistic with yourself will allow you to make sound decisions. You can't put these schools on a pedestal. Hey, I, for example, I put the Ivy League on a pedestal and want to get recruited by the Ivy so badly. Um, but I was also aware enough to have safety schools have backup options um, and then I ended up getting hurt my senior year so that changed everything but you have to have those different tiers and don't just settle on on your reach tools make sure you have some backup options you're talking to the right people and you're just marketing yourself the, the right way um, but but I think that a lot of this goes under it is not spoken about enough uh, in the football community the real real nuances of recruiting and how it works uh, but your grades are super important you know constant contact with coaches after you show up to camps in the summer and then just your film, like your film don't lie. Send in your transcripts, send in your film. If your film is good and you have a good transcript, you will get recruited by by plenty of places. All right, that's all I got. Wednesday, Coach Talk, episode 13. See you guys tomorrow. Peace. Hold up, brother, let me get this thing straight. Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape. I just went and put another beat inside a pond box. I just went and took another trip way out to Biscay. I love Miami because they always treat me so well. They used to see me nowhere. I used to pull them by saying I run for the team. Now they running their hands through my head. They used to never want to see my town. I got them coming to the east side now. Where they at? In the city where I reside now. When they move a little weight, let the D line now. Running track or running back. Gotta keep it moving, never running back. Never. We running the game and they running laps. That's another story for another track. See, from the sidelines, we gotta hustle, cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Yeah. Reach. Yeah. Stop.